0: Welcome to Permission for Pleasure. I'm Cindy Sharkey, your host, and I'm delighted you're here for this quickie episode. I'm gonna be sharing 10 tips to sexify your bedroom or intimate space. Because I was thinking about the show How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix, which of course I binged and watched every episode. And you know, we can't all have a whole room dedicated to sex and intimacy. I mean, while that'd be amazing, we can create a more sensual and sexy atmosphere in the space we do have. So, I'm excited to share a few ideas with you. And, heads up, I do have an episode dropping soon with Taylor Stonick, who was on the show, How to Build a Sex Room. So, don't forget to follow the podcast on your favorite platform. That way, you don't miss an episode. Before we jump into these ideas for sexifying your space, you just know as usual, I'm going to bring a little bit of research and studies to back it up. Let me share a few things that couples had to say about their environments for sex from the research and book Magnificent Sex. These are partners who self-describe as having extraordinary sex. And the studies and questionnaires were conducted by professor and researcher Peggy Kleinplatz and clinical psychologist Dana Menard, and they are the authors of this book, Magnificent Sex. And they talk about these findings. First of all, let's just be clear the couples admitted that one size does not fit all when it comes to environments for sex. And this makes sense, right? We're all different. We all desire and need different things. We all experience our sensuality in different ways. But that being said, there were some common threads in the answers people gave to the researchers. You'll hear those woven through these 10 ideas. These were things like privacy and safe space. Basically, where they could be uninterrupted. And by the way, virtually every person that was a parent emphasized this piece. Comfort was a recurring theme too, especially as people aged or were dealing with injury or illness or pain. Temperature of the room was mentioned quite often, as well as minimizing distractions that take away from the moment. Okay, that makes sense, right? Sometimes it's the simplest things, but it's prioritizing and being intentional about those things. Let's jump in and get a little more specific with these things on my mind. If your bedroom is your place to have the most privacy, then you might want to consider getting a lock on your door. This can decrease your anxiety around being interrupted, walked in on, surprised at exactly the wrong time. Remember that couples reported in the study, especially parents, that this was an issue. And I hear this from people all the time even if it's a roommate situation or a parent is living with you. Privacy is a really big deal when it comes to relaxing and enjoying intimate time. Number two, if it isn't for sleeping or sex, can you get it out of your bedroom? I know this sounds like, wow, really? But clutter and dirty laundry, paperwork, electronics, unfinished projects take a look around your space and see what you can do to eliminate what doesn't help you sleep or have great sex. This was a big theme in the study and people that are having extraordinary sex, they're saying that, you know, mess in their space is really distracting You don't want to spot what needs to be done and go down that rabbit hole and list of to-dos in your head. That does not create a really in-tune, embodied sexual experience. Number three is, oh, I don't even want to say it because I know some of you are not going to like this, but keep the TV out of your sexy space. And you may disagree, but the studies have shown that couples have more sex When there isn't a TV in their room. So you can chew on that one and decide if it's right for you. The next one is if you have the funds and it's available to you to invest in like high quality sheets that make you want to slip into them. If that's not an option, then wash your sheets often and use like a lavender dryer bag or spritz them with an intoxicating scent you enjoy before jumping in. Again, these are comfort type measures that draw you. another idea might be creating the mood you enjoy with lighting. You could do this with candle light, installing a dimmer switch, use the soft glow of a small lamp when it's dark. You could get one of those color changing light bulbs that allows you to control the percentage of light as well as the color you want. Light up your room to match your mood. The next one is to have a photo of you and your partner visible. If you have children, they're amazing, but the family album on your bedside table, that may not be what sparks your desire. It's hard enough to switch from parent role to lover role, and a picture that you really like of the two of you, that just might be the thing to remind you who you're in bed with. How about having a speaker for music or a sound machine? This can be for what you're going to listen to or for privacy or even create a sexy playlist. We've talked about this on the show before. Or choose ocean waves or whatever gets you in the mood. Music can be very sensual and sound can also make you feel like you have more privacy. The next one is to stop scrolling. This is for all of us. Our phones are so distracting. Keeping your head in the game and paying attention to one another rather than social media and texts and emails when you're in your private space. Wow, it, it can be a game changer. Consider letting the last thing you touch at night And the first thing you touch in the morning be your partner rather than your phone. The next idea I call mirror, mirror on the wall. Because if you really enjoy visual, watching your partner, watching the two of you together having sex, that can be an easy little add-in to your space if you can manage it. Just somewhere putting in a mirror Because a lot of people find this a sensual turn-on and a way to connect with each other. Bedroom props is number 10. Keep a pillow or two around to change up positions. If you like chair sex, make sure you have one in your bedroom that works for you. Do you have a drawer or a place to keep toys and lube? Don't forget the lube. Make sure that the things that you enjoy having around for sexy time are handy, available to you. Have a space in your bedroom. I know some of these probably seem so simple, but we forget and we get distracted. And here's a bonus tip. If it's available to you, have sex outside the bedroom once in a while. A new location can really bring some sexy fun to your intimacy. I hope one or two of these ideas fan a little flame to motivate you to sexify your space. And you know... I think I'm just going to write this up as a blog too and have it over on the website. So if you want to explore with your partner and pick something together, that might make it easy. And I'll link to that in the show notes. You can also find the link to sign up for my newsletter there in the show notes and other topics that get brought up in each episode. I have a section for that. So don't forget to check that out. As we wrap up, let me read this one paragraph from magnificent sex this book i keep talking about by klein Platts, and menard it says setting up the bedroom for sex is a favorite topic of sex manuals and lifestyle magazines extraordinary lovers set up their environments deliberately so, as to facilitate those other important factors, being embodied and absorbed, feeling totally connected to a partner, luxuriating in eroticism, that helps make a sexual experience magical. Mm-hmm. Magical is really nice once in a while. So, cheers to sexifying your space, friends, and keep giving yourself permission for pleasure.